Okay, so, throughout chapter 33, Miriam refers to Lila as the girl. What does this say about the relationship the two girls have in the beginning of chapter 20 or 33? For the beginning, it shows that they were like they didn't really like instantly click because uh, Miriam kind of felt like threatened by Layla, like stealing, kind of stealing her position. Uh, like, you know, she's like mine for her. Maddie, what do you think? Oh, sorry. Um, I was looking for a quote. Um, I think, yeah, there, I think, I think, yeah, there's, there's an element of not jealousy, but like, there's a, a little bit of like shame almost tied to it for her because, like, I think she's like, there, I think it's, it's less, um, having like to, if you if your husband has more than one wife then then i think it's just degrading morally for her and i think it's not necessarily the character herself layla but what Miriam like what what she represents to her it's also that like Rashid's like actions, like what he says and like decides, like when uh, Layla comes, like how he kind of just like puts Miriam at the bottom again, like raising Layla up. And then how does it change? Like obviously we know that um, Lila stood up for Miriam and like didn't let Rashid like whip her with the belt. But like, how did how do we like see like change? Like obviously we see them spending time together, but like the little words, like the girl, like how does that kind of stuff change throughout? The little things are definitely important, but I um, I'm sorry. Um, all right, I can't find the actual page, but it was the um, scene where they were both drinking tea together in the courtyard. Yeah, it was like chapter thirty-five, I think. Um, and I, um, well, I love that chapter because it's like this cute little thing and tea, tea time, I guess it, it's kind of British, but if you, so Arabic culture and, um, Iranian people, tea is like very, very like, it's, it's like a social thing. People will go out in the middle of the day and they, there, you have, you have chai like three times during the day and you go and you talk with friends and like meet up and like when you see people drinking tea together that like is um symbolizes like a, a friendship so the fact that she's inviting her to join her with that is um yeah, totally. culturally important as well in the quote on page 256 the last page of 35 um it says um lila and aziza a harami like herself as it turned out had become extensions of her and now without them the life miriam had tolerated for so long suddenly seemed intolerable i feel like the contrast between like tolerable and intolerable like using the two words as opposites of each other like that kind of shows how much they have grown and i think tolerable is a good word for it too because it's like she it's it's I think it's like interesting that it's that word and not endured or something like because she she's been tolerating and enduring this for so long. It's not it's like it's it's it like he the author is framing it as like something is like something that she's been going through that is negative. It's not he's not letting it seem like it's just a normal way of life for everyone. Which I think is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um I feel like this friendship is like it seems kind of small or like I guess not a it's kind of like a mom and a daughter in a way 
because like Miriam was never able to have a daughter because she kept having miscarriages. So I feel like in a way, Miriam is kind of thinking of her as like her daughter in some aspect, just because like she's younger, and then Aziza would be like her granddaughter. Like obviously it's not, but like I feel that's, like in a that's way, the, well, that's the relationship that she's in. I think is yeah, that Miriam's like feel. kind of adopting her. Yeah, like Miriam is seeing her as someone she she should help take care of. I think because she's in the same position, and I don't think Rashid's relationship with her is even like a marital relationship at all by any means. But with Layla and Rashid, I don't think they're, they're they have a necessarily marital relationship at all. Um, I because it, it doesn't seem like the way like the way he addresses her does not seem to be like. At all, how he's addressing her. Yeah. I mean, I think, it's, it depends on when you talk about. Like, he started like in the beginning, he had like that kind of relationship with Layla, but then it was towards the end that. He well, because I think, yeah, I think it's not. It's I don't think he sees her as a romantic partner. Like, if that makes sense, like I think I think there's like there's like the, the relationship is less marital so much as it is like father daughter. Yeah. I guess to some extent. Wait, there was one part in the book. It was talking about. It was right when Tariq died, or like Layla found out about it, and then um, she was thinking or like telling Aziza about Tariq, but like never used his name. And there was a quote I'm trying to find it, and it was like, "You'll never meet your father" or something. And I that made me confused. Like, is the baby Rashid is not? um, No, no, it's 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 Tariq. It is. So it's not. It's not. No. I don't think I don't think uh um I, I don't think that uh she ever um I well, she she was pregnant before she met Richie, I, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I was I, I think that's I the reason, that like she went with the That's why so that's why she married so quickly won, yeah. because she knew that like it would be a problem uh-huh. if she was pregnant and yeah, I saw Cause, it. Right yeah, because he wouldn't want to like it. marry her if like she was already pregnant. So not mean. only that, but she would be killed. Yeah. For premarital yeah. sex, so she would. Um, so then that's probably why that why um. So I think Rashid has so little patience with Aziza like crying and stuff. Well, I think it's also a matter of he wanted a son and he got a daughter. Yeah, that's. I mean, he thinks it's his kid, but I don't think it actually is. I think he. That's what, yeah, I don't so even I think, think he thinks it's his kid. I think he knows that it's not his kid. I mean, it's never been like that. Was never said. Because I don't think. They ever like slept together, so I'm. I, 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 I like, this, I'm pretty sure they did. I think they did. Yeah, they did. Like Rashid and yeah. Because like my theory is, is that like he, I think he knew that that the baby was. Him. I just thought that it was because it was uh it was yeah. in a void. Because like later oh, yeah, on with the boy like, clothes, like he's like I'm not like buying stuff for the. Yeah. He I wanted a boy. Yeah. And be and having a boy like having a son in the in is very different from having a daughter. If you have a son like. There's like a massive celebration around it. If you have a daughter, it's like friends or family will help through the childbirth process. But then after that, nothing really happens. Like there's news. Like you know, like when parents would put like their baby's pictures like in the in the newspaper, like and they're like, oh look, I had a kid. Like it's like if you have a boy, that's kind of what it's like. But if you have a girl, it's just like, all right, cool. So uh, the stereotypical like, or I guess the single stories of genders like. 
men yeah. like make a difference in the world. Like women just stay at home; they don't really do anything. Which, like, obviously that's a single story. Like, and like, there's a, there's definitely a, a different an idea of val- of like the the, the the value of gender as like a child. Yeah, and we we see that in other cultures too. Um, like a lot of there was like um, I remember reading this thing. I don't know if it's necessarily true to uh, the culture or not, but uh, in China when the when there was a one po- child policy enacted, there were a lot of abortions because they found out that the baby was a girl, and yeah. they wanted to have a son as the only child. And that's there that happens a lot around the world is that people will try and try and try for a boy because it's culturally more significant and more dominant or like have yeah. more respect yeah because they're men and i mean like, even in like our culture like the, the stereotypical american culture like we make jokes about genders and stuff we like, totally do. like all the time you'll hear people like in the hallways be like you're a woman go to the kitchen or something like that like yeah obviously it's not how it is in reality here but like we still joke about it like yeah, not even so, realizing so, like, that's actually going like on. the story for a lot of people yeah, yeah. it's uh, also i kind of want to change the topic a little bit but also i love that she named her baby Aziz because okay so I, this is this is this is me going on a small tangent but so there's a couple i have two theories as to why the baby's name this one is the word azizam it means like my dear essentially it's like a term of endearment like dunam uh and in in Farsi. so i think it's either a play on that word or aziza is also the name of this uh she was a princess from some like like ancient iran like per- ancient persia and it was like she was uh kind of like rapunzel a little bit she was she was like you know like uh trapped in the tower like well like her parents won't let her leave the castle or whatever it was and then eventually she like snuck out like no it's more like mulan she dressed up like a guy joined the army and like was a complete like total and utter like badass she was awesome so i think that, that those are my two theories as to why the baby's named that and i just like that so much because it's like there's like significance to why she's naming them that she has hope for her daughter yeah i mean that's definitely part of doing outside research. i mean it's not outside research for you like you yeah yeah I, that's yeah. which like that no that's helpful like for our company like, for us like, yeah i, I think that. when i read this book i like make connections no, i think so more important. more like about like like why the author is choosing to name characters certain things because they're often reflective of poetry or readings and I, that's that's an interesting thing to look at for sure i mean since we don't have that like background knowledge as much so, like it's good to share like to be fair i could be wrong because my grandma exaggerates like she would tell me these stories like in iran we were the greatest people and i would sit there and i'd be like maybe okay and she said we invented all the words all of the words can come from iran and i'll say maybe love you but no she like she she just it's but the actual stories themselves like the myths and stuff it's like they, they, they have like it's like greek mythology thing of it like yeah. that you know like, but yeah no gods <laughs> it's yeah oh yeah, yeah. and she's not allowed to yeah. leave the house yeah. 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 yeah yeah it's it's, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah so this this book is um uh, shocker. If you've never read it or aren't used to this, yeah, it's kind of wacky. These kinds of, if it, it, it's 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 a cult. No, it's not even a culture shock because this isn't even a cultural thing. 
it's it's like it's more like it's sensitive topics and this is kind of what happens when you live in a war-driven country but um, so if you aren't if you so if you, if you there are sensitive topics so like people read it and they're like oh my god because it happens a lot at once the author does not hold back like it's like hit after hit after hit of like really depressing like heavy topics and there's just not a break ever it's just like he keeps going and it's like okay it's calm down weird. in the very beginning of the book i don't want to spoil like he was like committed suicide but like it was like one sentence like like it was like a normal thing but i think that's like a, but that to be fair i think that is something the author grew up in a world like this and that's what he's trying to do he's trying to like say yeah, you guys think this is like horrible, and it is horrible. But people become desensitized to it because they live every day. So often, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a point where you become desensitized. Like like how if you join the military, a lot of people like they become desensitized to like shooting other people because like when they go like through military training or whatever. Yeah. Like you become desensitized to it. You know it's a horrible thing, but you just have to keep going. Your brain just shuts it out. It's. I that's I I have like a lot of I like I like this book not necessarily because of the story or the character arcs or anything, but I like how the author created it because there's a lot of thought going into every choice that he made, like whether it was the character names or the or the actual like order of events that things happened in, or the perspective or like how he describes certain events it's, there i think it, it is well thought out and like there's a reason behind everything that he's doing yeah i also like the way the book is written how like part one is miriam part two is Violet, yeah and, and then like, yeah, and, they then, like, yeah. and that was really like it helps you like remember their like separate lives yeah like they're like yeah i can remember up at the top in the beginning it was miriam's life happy middle it was like after that it was wilder's life and now it's together and, like, yeah and it makes like i there i having like like situations like with Marion and Layla where they're like they are both married to the same guy that is unfortunately common but it's not necessarily even a cultural thing yeah. it's like people it depends it depends on like normally what would normally that was only for rich or wealthy kings was the idea so it's not even like average people weren't like that so it's it's, it's more of like a status symbol if anything for a guy and it, and it depends on like your religion as well so it's uh i so under muslim religion yeah you can do that but under most other religions i don't think you can so it's actually relatively rare except for in certain situations certain specific situations where this is morally okay what happened in the beginning of this um the beginning was about like she was getting like she was pregnant with the baby and oh, it was just like part three. So yeah it started when they were together when they like were back for the first time so. it started at part three yeah oh i know i feel like we've been in part three for a long time oh my goodness i thought we were yeah i like i like the um I, I one thing I noticed about this section was like um, how Rashid told Layla that he had found her like in the rubble and like saved her, but Miriam actually found her. Yeah, that's a single story. Like I think that's really like interesting, and that's what he told her. But like I, I feel like, I don't know if she believed it or not. But I think that was just an interesting little thing that happened. I feel like there was a lot of single stories, or not like this author confirms a single story because. There is, 
to an extent, yes, it's extremely true. Because like it is true. I think it kind of shows like uh, like the single story and like more of the. I think it shows both. Yeah. Yeah, because the single story isn't necessarily inaccurate because it it comes from something and it is. It might just be exaggerated more. Yeah, yeah, it's not like you can say that like if living in Afghanistan is not extremely like difficult and it's a violent place and it's a dangerous place to live but you also can't say that people aren't fighting back and there aren't there isn't like a, a deep culture and everyone there isn't just like crazy i think like, that's what the author does like it, it like, kind of confirms like the single story but then also like shows more of it like yeah like what the people are actually like, yeah. i think i think the biggest like breaker to what a single story can be is just like when people you have to understand what the people are like what the culture is like i think if if anyone is ever um introduced to like i like like another culture's food and like language and conversation they start to see them as like real people and not just as like something otherworldly and going back to like the part about like he found her and stuff on page 194 like in like it's like a bunch of little paragraphs in the first set of like the little paragraphs is like a woman's face appeared and then and then like the second one is another face it's a man's face and then like on page 200 it says it was Rashid who found the girl who dug her out from beneath the rubble so like maybe yeah. it was Rashid who actually like did no, dig her found, out I mean but it was Miriam who found the person found yeah her. Also, I this is again just me going on a little niche thing, but every time they talk about food in this book, it makes me so hungry, and it also makes me really sad because my um, family or uh, Iranian family is are far away in California right now, and I haven't had Iranian food in so long. But, oh my god, the food! I kind of want to bring in like Iranian food or like Honestly, Middle Eastern because some of this stuff is really, really well. I don't know if Americans would like it. I mean, I mean I, I'm like, I'm just, in my personal experience, people, I would bring it to lunch in, like, kindergarten, and then people would, like, well, that was because we were kidding. <laughs> kindergarten, that was that they would, people were like, oh my god, what is that? Yeah, if you didn't bring a sandwich, you were weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and then my, and then I told my mom, I was like, mom, you can't pack me Iranian food, I have to have a Lunchable. She's yeah. like, what is a Lunchable? I can make you a Lunchable, look, it's crackers and cheese. I'm like, no, mom, you need to actually give me a Lunchable. Yeah, and you can't be the off-brand, it can't be, like, the Target brand Lunchable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I made her buy me Capri Suns because I was, like, nervous that people would make fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. It, it, it's kind of stupid now. And now I'm like, now I'm like, oh, my God, I so wish I could have some Iranian food. <laughs> now it's like half the time I either eat a feast for lunch or I don't even eat lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's just most teenagers. They eat an entire pizza and then they don't eat for three weeks. Yeah. Like, whatever. No, and like with the food, I feel like a lot of this, um, a lot of this section is like how Miriam's in the kitchen doing dishes or washing clothes, and then and then uh, I don't know who I just said, but then Lila or Layla, however you pronounce her name, is in the kitchen also like doing chores, and I feel like it's a lot of them doing in the kitchen. Or like doing doing yeah. housework and like cleaning. I mean, they're definitely like they're, they're definitely like um um oh uh, I forgot about this quote. Okay, so this is um I I don't know if this is something you guys would have picked up on because these words are not in English. Um, on page two hundred twenty-five, it was Mariam and Lila, and this is going back to what you said in the beginning was like their relationship with each other and how Mariam used her, but. 
she says, you may be the palace marika in Mia de Hathis, but I won't take orders from you. You can complain to him and he can slit my throat, but I won't do it. Do you hear me? I won't be your servant. So Malika means like queen, essentially. And Dehati is like, it's like a derogatory name for a servant. It's not even like a, it's not even like a, um, I'm trying to think of like the actual translation. It would be like, it means like, uh, I don't know what the translation would be, but it's, it's a derogatory name for like someone of the working class or the lower class. And it's like, but there, she, there's definitely like a, she like realizes that Rashid is like favoring Layla over here with her, but she's not willing to ever take orders from her because like there, she still has that much dignity left in her. Yeah, and even though like other people don't, or I guess Rashid doesn't see her as that, like she still like knows that she's not a servant. She shouldn't take orders from people. Like she's more, which is the complete story or more yeah. of the complete story. And, and but I think Layla knows that too, and she's not trying, and I don't think she's um trying to uh to to impose that on herself either i think no i don't think Layla ever wanted to ask miriam to do so for her it's just rashid's like no you can do it then that's the single story of rashid owning well okay i actually okay here's the thing i have a problem with the character rashid because this is this is one thing he's showing the single story he's showing a complete ish story of women in afghanistan being like people and fighting back and like humans who are smart and have dignity but he's he every like i don't think we've had a solid example of uh an afghani man who was like a good person well Tariq, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. I just don't like I just don't like Rashid's character because I feel like it's so one-sided. I mean, I'm yeah. sure that there are actual people like that in the world, which yeah, is sad. Oh, no, there's definitely. like other examples, like not just. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it depends what perspective you're looking at from him, like if he's good or bad. Because if you look at him in the beginning, from Miriam's perspective, like he, oh, he, this could be this new opportunity, or like in the beginning with um, no, Lila, he, I, I, like helping her, but then I guess towards the end of like now it's kind of like if you look at it from both of their perspectives now he's kind of like oh he's just here to make them do stuff for him i think okay i don't think i don't think there's ever been a redeeming quality about rashid because i like i just not i haven't I, I i just don't think there is one he's just like he's nice for like a little bit but then you clearly see that he's doing it for a yeah i feel like in the beginning there's like i didn't think he would be bad in the beginning i thought like oh this, this is gonna be such a great opportunity for miriam like, to, to marry this him. guy that was 40 years older I mean, yeah it was kind of weird but like i mean it's part of a culture that like i don't know like that's not like our yeah. culture like it could be something good in their culture no I, that's actually no i i i, I get that there there's a yeah, it's actually when you 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 don't really want to do that. Oh yeah, I know, but like I mean, I mean, rich like if you're marrying rich and like yeah, that's that, that okay. Yeah, that's the only difference. This happens. <laughs> that's what I was kind of thinking. Yeah, so this happens with like if if the girl is poor and the guy is rich. Yeah, I mean, kind of the same thing that happens in America a little bit, kind of you know, like the age difference it won't be as big. Yeah, it's not a fifteen-year-old marrying a forty-year-old. It'd be like a twenty-year-old marrying a twenty-five-year-old. Or like, yeah, but like, I mean, it's like it's it's there. There's, but like actual like relationships that people have aren't like that. <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're not. My 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 grandma. Actually, my grandparents have a large age difference between them, like ten years. But my they and their marriage was technically arranged. Like, here's what happened. My my great grandparents sat my grandma down and there were a bunch of like guys 
and she interviewed each of them with a notepad and then she picked which one she wanted to be her husband i'm not even kidding like this is the story and um but my grandfather was poorer than my grandmother he was actually the one she married him because he was in america at the time mm-hmm. so it's like it's it's not it's different for like most average relationships are are not like that and i think mariam and layla's cases are special too because they're both because layla if she didn't marry him she would have been killed because she was pregnant and for mariam she was uh she was un- under her father's custody and she was an illegitimate child so those were like special cases yeah anyway that's my um that's i'm done ranting now i apologize <laughs> no yeah i just i feel like it definitely depends on the time of when you met Rashid and like yeah but you can definitely see throughout the story that like he shows his true self like how like it starts good in the beginning and ends up like oh this isn't as good as you expected also i like Rashid the, he he's a story too he's a character he's like you know what he's like he's like a stan from beauty and the beast that's pretty much what the story is is that he's this dude he's trying to get this girl to marry him that she didn't want to marry him and it's like this long it's it's this long convoluted process so i don't know if his name comes from that story specifically but i like to think that it does because i think he's similar to yeah, that character. i mean that's the thing you'll ever know that's like that's like a good inference of it. I, I i wanna i honestly want to meet the author and see where he got all the names from because there are a lot of like there's a lot of literature that ties into this and it could just be a coincidence because it's like a common name but i like to think that it, there's a reason behind it. i'm sure there's some sort of reason if i know anything about iranian or middle eastern parents that said they are very proud of their stories and they will drill it into your head and tell you from the moment you are a small child the stories of cyrus the great and you're sitting I mean, there like, that's good though like they're passing on their culture they're not just like oh, yeah this was a bad time in my life we're not like, we're just gonna forget about it and be american culture like they're still trying to keep their culture alive they they left to be fair though when my grandparents left it's not like how it is now they left when they left it was a relatively free country um under the shah there was no like religious rules it was more like it was definitely more open and like women were completely free to it was encouraged for for women especially if you were rich to go to school and yeah. to get your degree um but the, like the the culture they left behind is the same but the iran that they left behind is not yeah and i think that's the same thing for any country in the middle east today because it's changed so much in the last few years that's just it's it's, it's actually just crazy yeah. alex what do you think about all of that you've been talking <laughs> calling you out what, what do you think about like like what's like a big thing for the from like the section we read that like I don't know if like you talked about how, like Stood culture out. and like how it relates to our culture and stuff like that, like, or like the characters' relationships with each other. It's more like about like I was wondering about uh, like when Layla just decided to like marry uh, Rashid, but mostly for like help and support. Like, what does that kind of like show? Uh, like their roles usually. I feel like that is a lot of the single story of how women marry men for to help themselves instead of marrying for love. But I also think that she's a special case. 
because she, like, I, I mean, it went as far as, like, marrying Rashid goes, because the situation that she was in was that she, A, knew she was pregnant with a person, with a twist. She was pregnant with a baby, with a, with a baby who's, uh, whose father was, A, not her husband, and B, dead. So that right there is a serious problem because premarital sex is highly illegal and can get you killed. Like very dead, like you, you will die. So I think she kind of didn't have much of a choice either. Yeah. Like she, like she. I think she's. A, I think she's like. She's like trying to protect herself with the baby. Yeah, I think yeah. That's that's another thing too. If she dies, the baby's gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sad because like the baby is all that the all the the only real family that she has left at all. Yeah. That's why there's a lot of strong mother-daughter relationships with people, is that because normally what happens is that their kid is the only thing that you have. Yeah. Especially if you're not close to I mean, like, at least in the story so far, like, um, Rashid hasn't much help for Aziza, just um, Miriam and Lila. He doesn't act like a father. No, he acts he- like... He doesn't support emotionally anyone, and in, in, if anything, he makes everything worse. Yeah, it's like just a homeowner. Yeah, that like, like, he buys the house. That's it. Exactly, you're right. You're totally right. Yeah, so, that's like it. Yeah, it makes me so uncomfortable. It, it makes me, yeah. 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 Right, does anybody have anything else? Um, we have like a minute and a half left. It doesn't let you record more than 30 minutes. I don't. Alright, we'll talk.